so glad you are joining us for week two in our Authentic Prayer series. And today I have Ashley joining me, my beautiful daughter in love and part of our Bridge Church team. Hi, girls. And you know, each week as we go forward, I'm going to have someone with me who's going to share a testimony, a story of the power of prayer in her life. And so that's going to be awesome. And you'll hear from Ashley in just a bit. I hope you were able to join us last week for our introduction to this series. Right. But if you missed that, remember that you can always rewatch our messages. You can catch them on YouTube, on our Bridge Women YouTube channel. You can go to the church website. You can go to the app, our podcast. They're all available for you to catch and get caught up if you've missed anything at all. Yes. And in our introduction, we we really shared the heart of this series, and we talked about the fact that we're going to be walking through the Lord's Prayer. And as we do that, we're going to be pulling in all different references in the Bible to prayer. We're going to be looking at different people's prayers. We're going to be looking at different scriptures that talk about prayer and seeing how they all fit into the framework of the Lord's Prayer. And in doing this, we're really hoping to just simplify prayer. And sometimes people say, oh, well, I've heard teaching on the Lord's Prayer or on this kind of prayer or that kind of prayer or this person's prayer, but which is it? What should I be praying? So we're going to see that it all ties together and fits into the framework that Jesus gave us in the Lord's Prayer. And we're going to see that just as other people prayed in the Bible and they prayed their authentic prayers, which I love we have all these examples because it shows us that no two prayers need to be alike and that we can hang our heartfelt authentic prayer around this framework that Jesus gave us. And in James 5.16, it says, The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. But I love how it reads in the Passion Translation, And it says that the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly person is powerful. And you know what? A heartfelt prayer is is an authentic prayer. And authentic prayers are powerful. So in this series, we're just going to be simplifying prayer and seeing the power of simple, authentic prayers prayers. And so as we walk through the Lord's Prayer, since we are simplifying things, we're going to do something to make it really simple for you to remember this format, this framework that Jesus gave us. And we're going to use an acronym. We're going to use the word pray as an acronym as we walk through the Lord's Prayer. Now, maybe you've heard that done before. I've heard it done through much of my life, and I've heard it done all different ways. The way we're doing it might even be a new one that you haven't heard yet. I don't know. We'll see. But we're going to use that because it really helps make things easy to remember, okay? So today, we're going to be looking at the first verse of the Lord's prayer. And we're going to be using the first letter of pray, the P, as we look at this first verse of the Lord's Prayer. So in Matthew 6 and verse 9, it says, in this manner, therefore, pray. These are Jesus' words. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Now, Jesus is giving the Father 
praise. He's recognizing him as holy. That word hallowed means to be holy, set apart. He's recognizing the holiness of the Father. He's giving him praise. So this P in our acronym stands for praise. That's where it starts. When we come to God in prayer, we should be able to give him praise and recognize him as our heavenly Father. And you know, maybe for you, if you're watching, I don't know what your example was in your earthly father. Maybe it's hard for you to see God as your father because you didn't have a good example in an earthly father. I just want to tell you today that anything that was lacking in your earthly father can be found in your heavenly Father. And he is so worthy of all of our praise and all of our honor, okay? Just remember that and see him for who he is and all that he is, all right? And as we see Jesus giving the Father praise, he starts out this framework for prayer showing us the importance of praise and thanksgiving in our prayers. It's a powerful, important part of our prayer life. I think a lot of times people think that praise is kind of a warm-up to prayer. It's not. It's not just what you do before prayer. It's actually an important part of prayer, and it's powerful, as we're going to see today. And Therefore, the enemy doesn't want us giving God praise. And so there are things within our daily life that try to squeeze praise out of our lives. And I know sometimes it's easy for all of us to get so focused on the challenge at hand or the circumstance we're facing, the thing we're going through, that all we can see is the negativity and we lose sight of the things that we have to be thankful for. But I love David's example in the psalm when he said to his soul, he talked to his soul, he said, why are you so downcast? Why are you overwhelmed? Hope in God. I will yet praise him, he said. He told his soul, you're going to praise God. You can have hope in this situation. And I love that. And I do that to myself. That's always an example that I come back to. And I just kind of give myself that kick in the rear when I need it and say, okay, don't get focused on the negative, but I can lift my eyes above that and give God praise. And sometimes it's a sacrifice. Sometimes our flesh doesn't really feel like giving God praise, but the Bible talks about offering up that sacrifice of praise and that honors God. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes another thing that prevents us from giving God praise is, you know, we realize that we do have a lot to be thankful for, but we just get so busy about our day and our routine that we fail to actually stop and take a moment to give God that praise and thank him for the things that he's done in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And we need to stop. Yes. And, you know, another thing along with that, that I've noticed is sometimes we can recognize, okay, I need to stop and give God praise. So we take the challenge or the situation that we're currently in the midst of, and we set it aside. We set it over here and we say, okay, I'm going to praise God. But then what happens is that challenge, that situation 
gets louder and louder and keeps calling to us and trying to distract us and get us sucked back into all the negativity. And so what I've learned is it's not setting aside the challenge. It's not ignoring the challenge, but instead it's in the middle of the challenge to say, okay, God, I might be facing this right now. This might be going on right now, but I'm going to lift my eyes above this circumstance. I'm going to fix my eyes on you, God. I'm going to praise you because I know you are bigger than this. You are more than able to intervene. And in the midst of it, we give God praise. We don't just ignore it, but in the midst of it, we lift our eyes on him and give him praise. You know, the enemy will try so hard to just squeeze praise out of our lives, but we've got to be so careful not to allow that to happen. And, you know, I'm so thankful that we have so many examples in the Bible of people who lifted their voice in praise to God. I wish we had time to talk about all the examples today. We definitely do not. And so even in your groups, maybe you want to talk about some other examples that we don't touch on today, other things that come to your mind. That would be awesome. But, you know, one example that really comes to my mind is David. I mean, in the Psalms, he is constantly giving God praise. In the midst of his prayers, when he's crying his heart out, pouring it all out to God, he's giving God praise. And then there are some Psalms where he is just solely focused on praising God. I love Psalms 100. Take time to read that when you have a chance. He's just pouring out praise to God. Psalm 101 starts out with him saying, I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with song. He's talking to God. He's giving him praise in his simple, authentic, heartfelt conversation. And I love that. That is awesome. And then there's so many examples in the New Testament as well. But one that I especially love is the story of Paul and Silas. When they are thrown in prison, the prison doors are locked, they are bound in chains, and they could have been very overwhelmed by the circumstances and like, you know, just so upset about what had happened, but that's not what we see in them. It says that at midnight, they started to pray and they lift their voices, giving praise to God. And as a result, there was a major earthquake and the doors flung open, the chains fell off. But you know what? It wasn't just their chains that fell off. The chains of all the prisoners fell off. And the prison guard and his entire family came to believe in Jesus and be baptized. I love that. You see, when we're facing a major challenge and we choose to praise God in the midst of it, it never just affects us. It always impacts other people around us, and it ends up drawing people closer to Jesus, and I love that. So we have some great examples of times when people incorporated praise into their prayers in the Bible, but then we also have scriptures that give us guidance and instruction to do this, and one that I especially want to point out today is in Philippians 4. And verse 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. You know, praise and thanksgiving is such an important part of our prayer life. It keeps our focus 
on him and on what he is able to do in our situation. It tells us to come to God, even to make our requests known to him with thanksgiving, thanking him, coming to him with that heart of confidence, knowing that he's going to intervene, thanking him for what he's done in the past, thanking him for what he's going to do in the future. And when we have that kind of attitude in our prayers, it keeps our focus on him and it lifts us. It it builds hope and faith in our hearts. And then in verse seven, it tells us what happens as a result. Then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So have you ever felt anxious about something? That's when it's time to praise, to lift your voice and give praise to God. And the peace of God will come. If you're lacking peace, it's time to praise him. And then you'll experience his peace. If you're in the middle of your process waiting for that answer, because we all know that sometimes the answer doesn't come always in our timing. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. (laughs) And in the middle of the process, while we're waiting, if we take time to give God praise, it keeps us from getting discouraged. It keeps our eyes on God. It keeps us full of hope and faith and his peace in the process. And so this verse tells us that peace, God's supernatural peace, is one of the benefits of giving God praise. But there's so many other benefits as well. And, you know, one of the things I love about praise is that it keeps our focus off of ourselves and on God. And in today's world, when everything's about self and self-promotion, Keeping our eyes on Jesus is a good thing. Getting our eyes off of ourselves is a good thing. So that's one of the benefits. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when we're praising God, that also eliminates our complaining and our negativity. Yes. Because if our mouths are full of praise, it's hard to be complaining. Exactly. <laughs> so true. And, you know, also, praise drives out the enemy. And I love the story of Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles 20. And so here his army is going out to battle, but the ones that are leading the charge in the front, on the front lines, they are going to be the ones lifting their voices, giving God praise. And the Bible says as soon as they lift their voices to give God praise, that God sets an ambush against their enemies and they are defeated. I love that. When we praise, it drives out the enemy. Sometimes we need to praise just to drive the enemy out of our lives. Yes. And another thing about praise is that it invites God's presence into our lives. The Bible tells us that God inhabits the praises of his people. So when we praise, it ushers his presence into our lives. When you're feeling like he's far away, when he seems a little distant, just start praising and you will sense his presence right there with you. And, of course, as we saw with Paul and Silas, when we praise, it opens the door for God's power to be displayed through our lives and to draw people closer to Jesus. And I love that. There is so much power 
in praise. And I know that both of us could sit here and share so many stories of times that we've seen the power of praise in our lives. But you were sharing with me a recent incident, and I want you to share that with the girls today. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we've we've been in the midst of kind of a very crazy season that we've never been in before in the midst of this COVID season. And, you know, at the very beginning when we were kind of just in the thick of it and pretty much everyone was home and we were figuring out how to navigate um, distance learning and before it was all organized and structured like it is now, it was just kind of crazy and a free for all. And, um, you know, restaurants were closed and parks were closed and all of that and you know I'm a mama of three little ones and so being home with three little ones with nowhere to go um three little ones who are social butterflies (laughs) um with nowhere to go was just crazy and I know a lot of moms out there can relate to that but I can remember just having um a series of several days in a row where things were just crazy like the kids were crazy. I was crazy. Home was crazy. It was just, just a lot of chaos, you know, not, not the ideal picture that you would want for home. And, um, I can remember waking up one morning in the midst of that season and just waking up, like dreading the day and feeling like, Oh, another day that's going to be just like the last few days. And just thinking to myself, like, well, here we go. And I just felt like God whisper into my heart, like, it doesn't have to be like that. Today doesn't have to be like all those other days. And, you know, it was such a Holy Spirit moment. I know that he was nudging me. And I was like, you know what, God, you're right. Because even though our seasons change and our seasons are, are kind of crazy sometimes, God doesn't change. And he still remains the same. And he's still good. And he's still faithful. And he is still worthy of our praise. So I just stopped that moment. I was like, you know what, you're right, God. Like, this day is yours and, and you have control over this day. And so I'm going to give you praise because you're good and you're faithful and, and I'm going to worship you. And, and, you know, it's crazy. We were just talking about all those benefits, but the benefits that just came into my situation into that day. And like that verse in Philippians was talking about how the peace of God comes over you. And, you know, I just felt such peace. I felt such his presence in our home, his presence that in his piece that shifted my attitude, shifted my heart and which in turn shifted things for the kids. And, and man, it just really, it just changed things. You know, we just, we've got to give God praise no matter the circumstances, no matter the seasons. And it just changes everything. It does. It's powerful and it can change everything starting with us, but then everything around us and it affects everyone around us as well. Yeah. Praise is powerful And we can never lose sight of its place in our lives, in our prayer lives, and the power that it brings. It opens the door to more of God's power in our lives. And praise is part of the framework that Jesus gave us for prayer. And so let's be women who allow praise, authentic, heartfelt praise to flood out of our hearts and fill our lives, fill our prayer lives, fill every day 
so that we can see more of God's power in our lives. All right? I want us to take a moment and pray together. And really what I want to do is take a moment and just right there where you are watching in your group or watching by yourself, I want us just to take a moment and give God praise together. Can we do that? Father, we just come to you right now. And God, we worship you. We praise you for who you are. We thank you that you are our loving heavenly Father. Father, we thank you that you sent Jesus to die for us so that we can live every day in relationship with you. God, we're so grateful for that. Thank you for the privilege of being called your daughters. Thank you for a wonderful Savior. Thank you that Jesus is our Redeemer, our Deliverer, our very present help in time of need. We are so grateful. We're so thankful, God, for everything that you've done in our lives, for who you are, all of your promises, everything you are going to do, we are so thankful and we give you praise. And Father, I pray right now that you would help each of us, every woman watching or listening to this, God, that you would help each of us to be women who continually allow praise to flood our hearts, to come out of our mouth, and to fill our lives. And through that, may we see more of your power in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, ladies, I want to give you a few questions that you can talk about today in your group, or even if you're doing this by yourself, that you can think about, okay? And so first, what most often silences praise in your life? It's good to recognize that, okay? Number two, identify a challenge you are facing or an area where you are currently lacking peace, okay? And then number three, in the midst of that challenge that you just identified, what can you be thankful for? Okay? Talk about those things together and then pray for each other. And then throughout this week, make a conscious, intentional effort to daily let praise come out of your mouth. Thank God for who he is and what he's done in your life. All right? We love you girls and we are praying for you. Have a great week. <laughs>